0: there's a beautiful Greek word Mm -hmm. which is actually the origins of the English word fame Mm -hmm. and the Greek word is pheme. the ancient Greek and what it means in ancient Greek originally is it's not a good thing it's rumour and gossip and slander Mm. so I'm always very aware that fame has this dark side Mm. and that if you become a public face you shouldn't seek fame for its own sake because like the Greeks would say then you're seeking slander Slander, and gossip and 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 rumor so so i'm very aware so i've always been very private with my family and i'm very you know i don't try and
1: hi everyone welcome to the drive to succeed podcast my name is daniel the host of the show if it's your first time tuning in today thank you so much for investing your time because i know there are other tons of podcasts out there but you decided to be here instead this year's the drive to succeed will be bigger and better Because I'm on a mission to build a community who's looking for someone who would like to make more income, build a massive influence, and make a bigger impact to the world. You can show your interest right now by going to our website at www.thedrivetosucceed.com slash community. Again, the website is www.thedrivetosucceed.com slash community. If you love history, travel, and adventure and exploring the unknown, you probably heard the name Bethany Hughes. Well, because today's guest is no other than Bethany Hughes herself. Bethany Hughes is an award-winning historian, author, and broadcaster who spent the last two decades unfolding the mystery of the ancient world and medieval history and culture. Leaving to tell the tale of her adventures from climbing out mountains to sailing to the unforeseen dangers of the sea, She is the living testament that a young woman from UK who have a passion in history can make it big in the broadcasting industry. Carving out a name for herself and encountered several failures along the way, during her visit on the Emirates Festival, Bethany delighted us with her story and shared her wisdom onto the show. So before I spoil everything, without further ado, let's welcome the one and only Bethany Hughes. All right, so welcome back to the Drive to Succeed podcast. We have the one and only Bethany Hughes on the show. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Such a delight. Pleasure to be here.
1: Perfect. And it's the first time meeting here, and we're here in Emirates Airline Festival of Literature. You've done a couple of books which are best-selling and you're also a celebrity, which covers a lot of documentaries, films, classical history, mm-hmm. which is, uh, to be honest, me, myself, <laughs> just recently stumbled. Oh, so she's the lady behind the the, the boys and, uh, and the documentary. Because uh, I'm, do- I'm from the Philippines, so uh,
0: okay. I only
1: saw you from afar. And oh, then got oh, to meet you here personally. You know, oh, it's really an honor.
0: Oh, pleasure. Well, I said it's really great. It's nice to... It's really... That's what's great about these kinds of things, that they bring... Random people together from <laughs> across the world, which has to be a good thing. Yeah.
1: So, for our first-time um, listeners or audience who still doesn't know you, who is better News?
0: So, I'm a historian um, and a broadcaster. So, I divide my life basically into three. I'm like a like an old-fashioned Benedictine nun. So, a third of the time, I'm writing books. Um, a third of the time, I'm doing academic research, and a third of the time, I'm making television programs and radio programs and podcasts about history. Mm. Um, I, you know, it's a really interesting thing for me. This because when I was starting out, it was really unfashionable history. Yeah, everybody said like, why are you doing this? It's so dull. It's you know the study of dead languages and dead people, and yeah. you'll end up in a dead end job and like give over. You know, mm-hmm. just 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 can't, don't bother. Um, and it was definitely partly actually that negativity that mm. made me even more determined to do it because this was, I'm talking about the 1990s and yeah. really interesting, there was a sort of notion I think that the year 2000 was coming and there's going to be a massive like reset yeah. button that's pushed on the world. And this all is
1: pre-internet era. Pre,
0: pre, pretty much pre-internet. and there was this feeling that all the answers would then lie in the future and that the past would be redundant and like yeah. 2000 would be this line in sand in yeah. human experience. And life just doesn't work like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. We do things because that they're a good or a bad idea and that they can be a good or a bad idea stretching back thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So it's very unusual to just kind of jettison all of that. Mm-hmm. But, but it, was, you know, it was a time when, as I said, people weren't uh, supportive or encouraging at all. And one thing I really noticed was that there were no women um, mm. presenting authored history programs or really kind of... Yes, you had kind, fema-
1: of g- kind of deep and... Uh,
0: exactly. You had like female newscasters, loads of female actors, but not that many... S- outgoing. Out- <laughs> yeah, <kind of> sharing <laughs> kind stuff, yeah. you know, sharing knowledge. So I really, really actively wanted to try to, to change that. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember... The first an interview I had with a a TV producer saying, "Oh, it'd be great! It'd be great to tell these stories about, oh, you know, universal stories of the world, and to have, uh, you know, write women back into history, and all of this." Mm -hmm. And there was that terrible moment, you know, when you're talking to somebody and you realise you're doing all of the talking and there's just silence there and this kind of negative wind coming over from them. Tumbleweed blowing through the office. Um, And I remember him saying, let me tell you three things. One, nobody's interested in history. Mm. Two, nobody watches history programmes on television. And three nobody wants to be lectured by a woman
1: yeah and why still go history
0: yeah well exactly and you know so that kind of put a real fire in my in my belly i thought well you're just wrong you know and i'm yeah. gonna prove, prove you, you wrong, wrong. so yeah. it was definitely it really helped me having that challenge that sort of ob- obstacle because mm-hmm. I, I knew I'd, i had to work mm-hmm. really hard to get over it awesome
1: and and just really understand what's your background are you you started broadcasting or do you have a previous, you
0: know. So I've always researched history, always kind of uh, written and researched it, and just, just as I said, I kind of, I was going to these incredible places. So I travel. I mm. I, I can't write history unless I go to the places where it happens. So I'm, I you know, yeah. I'm very lucky. So I'm just talking to you now, but I've just come from a tiny little Greek island in the mm. middle of the Aegean Sea to Athens to Jaipur in northern India to Colombia in South yeah. America. Uh, back to London and then here, here to the Gulf because I think you have to live in a place for a bit to, to understand it. It's the experience through time. Mm-hmm. I think it's very. You can't just do it in a dry way yeah. from notes on a page. You have I'm to. Sure. You have to kind of really smell it. Bit. Smell it. Feel the heat. Yes. You know. Really exactly. Um, so anyway, so I you know was I kind of travel travel a lot to to do that and I think it really for me it really. It means that you can be much more democratic in the history that you share because mm-hmm. you're really sharing history from mm-hmm. the from the ground from mm-hmm. the from the bottom up. Mm-hmm.
1: Understood. And also, where did your history, love of history, came from? I know your your father was a theater yes. actor. Yeah. Um, does it always come to you when you know you saw your dad acting? Yeah. Does this you know this facing in front of the camera comes with the family? Yeah,
0: that's an interesting question. I think. um yeah, my dad was an actor, my mum was an actor as well. Mm. But as you know, actors are out of work most of the time, <laughs> you know. Kind of. So we didn't have much money and mm-hmm. we used to just sit around the kitchen table mm-hmm. in London, drinking lots of cups of tea and yeah. talking and sharing stories. Mm-hmm. So I think probably my real fascination with the stories of humans and people and how they react together actually came from those conversations. Mm-hmm. And you're right, probably the fact that my dad was an actor means it didn't seem weird for me to, uh-huh. to go in front of the camera and to do films it felt like that was quite oh, it, it's almost that that was that was a thing that had validity uh-huh. and I respected it whereas some people in the academic world thought oh you know, yeah. that's so fluffy and yeah. you're dumbing down and, it's, and I knew it was the opposite I knew it's mm-hmm. take it's quite hard yeah. to communicate uh, you know, visually as a yes. person on stage or in film so yes, yeah, so you're right, it's probably that made me feel that was possible that that was an okay thing (laughs) to
1: do yes and also one of your inspiration you you always love history about Helen of Troy yes Iliad by Homer yes Um, can you tell us a little bit about the story behind that why pursue that uh, you know story
0: okay well that's interesting so it's you know this this story of the Trojan War and this great love affair that Mm -hmm. goes wrong Helen runs off with Paris you know the prince of Troy Menelaus her husband yeah Gets all the heroes of Greece to fight to get her back. It's a, a war, a siege that lasts ten years, and then the mm. heroes take ten years to get home. Yes. So it's a really epic story, and it has a lot of um, fundamental, universal mm-hmm. themes in it about mm-hmm. the conflict of duty and desire, You know Leadership. how we should balance those, um, aggression and compassion, how mm-hmm. we should balance those men and women, you know, how we should live together so I love those stories because they deal with the big questions of Mm. life, but also they come from an age, the Bronze Age Mm -hmm. so three and a half thousand years ago when in many places in the world civilization as we know it was really beginning to form so mm. people were living together in citadels or cities and kind of it's almost like it's the sort of blueprint for human life together so I love diving into that historically mm. because you learn so much about what what matters to us um so yes I've been you should actually you don't <laughs> I'll share, share this with you sure, so I've, share, written, I've yeah. written these. These books, and I'm just I'm just making a film series Ooh. about the story of the Trojan War so, and Odysseus. And is
1: this uh, new? Uh, is this coming out? It's though? coming
0: out. So your yes is <laughs> like a scoop for you. So it's actually brand <laughs> new. So I've just been filming it now I in see. the Aegean. We're doing it by boat. We're following okay. Odysseus's yeah. journey across the Aegean, and um, I'm slightly dazed because we were talking about Odysseus getting shipwrecked. Uh-huh. So we went to a part of the Mediterranean where there are lots of ancient shipwrecks. Yes. And we nearly got shipwrecked. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, so I lost. I've lost my clothes and Mm. my phone. And um, but anyway, you know, I've I've lived to tell the tale. So it's all okay. Uh,
1: Do you always love uh, adventure? Because I know you've been doing it for quite a while now. How long has it been? Two decades. Three decades. Yeah,
0: two decades. Yeah, two and a half decades. Two and a half
1: decades. Because I feel like when I saw your old video, it feels like. It's just yesterday. I um, mean, the voice, the energy. Oh <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, I know. Because I'm kind of like middle-aged lady now. <laughs> I do suddenly think, what sometimes? What am I doing as I'm yeah. running up a mountain yeah. or sort of walking across the roof of a temple? Or mm-hmm. but uh, but I I love it. I'm very I love that direct mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. with the past and with and with culture. Mm-hmm. But yes, two, two, two and a half decades, amazing. But it was it's a bit, you know it was hard when I started. So. Mm-hmm. I was the first female historian mm-hmm. ever to present, Classical
1: Historian. Pr-
0: present yeah. A history, yeah, a history television programme on British television. Yeah. And that's really late the year in the year two thousand. If yes. you think about it, yes. it should have happened years yes. before that so it was quite a fight to get there but i've, I've loved it post the fun
1: because there's a difference between the u.s it's like fireworks when yeah. they you know show on tv but in british it's a little bit reserved <laughs> and,
0: yeah. no that's interesting that that's a difference yeah we certainly um yeah we certainly like subtlety in our yeah. programs you know if there's a mystery we say it's a mystery we don't Mm-hmm. have to solve that mystery we don't have to pretend that we yeah. know what happened at, at the end so um, but but you know I'm very fortunate and you know we know kind of 200 million people a year watch the program mm-hmm. so we're a very clever spe- you know we can yeah. deal with that kind yes, of yes. level of, of documentary and, I think. and
1: I'm really curious as well I don't know if it's okay um, we have kids yes uh, and do they watch your TV show uh, uh, what do they say about it yeah
0: <laughs> well they've got two daughters so basically they just think it's really embarrassing that I'm on telly and you know they do that actually a, a mixture they, they're proud and embarrassed yeah. and they do that thing of going like oh mom, you know you're doing that funny thing with your with your mouth again <laughs> yeah. or you know whatever it is but no they've they've been very lucky we, we really love each other and uh, mm-hmm. they've come with me on quite a few of the adventures mm. so that's, that's that's been amazing mm-hmm. for them. Um, but I always, I'm always, i always very aware... There's a beautiful Greek word...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is actually the origins of the English word fame. Mm-hmm. And the Greek word is feme. Femme. The a- ancient Greek. And what it means in ancient Greek originally is... It's not a good thing. It's yeah. rumour and gossip and slander. Mm. So I'm always very aware that fame has this dark side. Mm. And that if you... Become a public face. You shouldn't seek fame for its own sake, because, like the Greeks would say, then you're seeking slander, slander and gos- yeah. gossip and, and and rumor. So, so I'm very aware. So I've always been very private with my family, and I'm yes. very, aw- I'm, you know, I don't try and I don't yeah. milk the fame. Yes, thing exactly. At
1: all, no. It's actually you brought that up because I, once I was doing my research, there was a little bit, or there was really quite a few things that I could learn about you. Most of the things are more. Shows on TV or you know on YouTube, but in the personal, you know, stuff, I, I cannot see anything out of it,
0: yeah. Know? Yeah, that's interesting. No, that's a, what you're saying. You couldn't know, yeah, yeah. I couldn't,
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah. couldn't see, yeah. yeah. So, so.
0: Well, that's yeah, well, that's right. So, I don't, yeah, I think it's. You know, I'm here to tell stories of history and yeah. cultures and civilizations. I'm not here to talk about myself, yes, exactly. basically. So, so mm-hmm. I don't ever, yeah, I don't ever do. Be- because do nowadays,
1: anything. especially in in this today's age, digital age, most of the people want to capitalize their visibility on T V online, so to gain more, you know, audiences and yes. probably monetize the relationships and all yes,
0: that. Yes, yes. Yeah, well I haven't got there yet. Maybe <laughs> when I run out of money and I can't pay for my cup of tea, maybe I'll realise I <laughs> need to monetize it. But uh you know, no no no. I mean yeah. I, I, I I totally love what I do. It's the wealth mm-hmm. for me is in the knowledge and the learning and the experience mm-hmm. and you know and making I make a living from, yes. from it. Um, but yes, I think yeah, you just have to be very careful about exploiting. I think there's always room for your your person to you know to have some privacy as, yes, as, yes. as well, and it shouldn't be. As I said the stuff I share is about ideas for all of us. Mm-hmm. It's not about me yeah. sharing exactly. thoughts. It's it's finding kind of Understood. shared universal ideas that are going yes. to interest everybody.
1: And w- one thing I really love about your work is that because you started early, two decades, so most of the t- most of the audience that you begin with, you know, followed your journey until now, and they were like, "Oh, Bethany is oh, doing another show." Oh, that's, <laughs> that's great! You guys yeah. didn't really know that. So, yeah.
0: well, that's. I mean, I, I certainly feel very um, when I travel to film. Yeah. I'm in the most random places. So some kind of, you know, temple in the high hills of India or a shrine mm-hmm. in, in rural China or... Tbilisi Airport in Georgia and Mm -hmm. it is really lovely for me the people who come up and say Mm -hmm. they've seen the the shows and that it's made them it's helped them realise they they are interested in history and that is absolutely music to my my ears because it should be for everybody, it shouldn't Mm -hmm. just be for an intellectual elite or people who are university educated or you know, they History is the story of life. It's the story of how people deal with the world. Yeah, so that and there's
1: lessons in history that people can, you know.
0: Totally. Like, absolutely everybody should have access to those lessons.
1: And uh, speaking of stories, there's one book, um, I think it was an old one, about Istanbul and Turkey. Yes, yes. It's a beautiful city. Me and my wife spent our wedding anniversary uh, last year. Uh.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So,
1: but I'm really curious about, um, what is your thoughts about, you know, Istanbul, Turkey, yeah, and the book that you wrote about it? Okay, tell us more about it.
0: Yeah, that. so this was, um, uh, the book came out a couple of years ago. I spent 10 years writing it. Mm. I love Istanbul. I went there when I was 18. Mm-hmm. I kind of fell in love with it. I really understood it as the center of a crossroads East and west, but not just east and west. North and south, and mm-hmm. where where so many different cultures have have not just yeah. survived but thrived. Um, I I think it's a beautiful, beautiful city that can teach us a lot mm-hmm. about how we can live together as a species because it's the oldest city in Europe. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's got a history that stretches tre- stretches back at least nine thousand years. Yes. So we find these amazing early remains there. Wow. Um, and it's a city where People have unexpected people have managed to make a success of things. So mm-hmm. a lot of women have, have made successful careers for themselves there, going right the way through ancient medieval, yeah. you know, modern early modern history. Um, so it's I think it's a very dynamic city because it's surrounded by water.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's almost it has its own sense of itself as a yeah. character. There's and
1: part it, Asia, part Europe. Part
0: Asia, part Europe. And it, it's sort of so you know, you have you have to go there with energy you can't just kind of go in on a dusty road you know you've got to go by boat and get across bridges so it's it's a very invigorating city you know I really really love it
1: yes and uh, in your years of broadcasting what can you say are the top three lessons that you can share our audience today who wanted to maybe start a new adventure make Mm. money out of it
0: Mm. okay so I would definitely say we are made by the people around us Mm. so um both the delight of sharing ideas, but surround yourself with a good team because we are only made better mm-hmm. by the inspiration of, of others, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I so have a sense of yourself but never do it at the cost of the people around you because actually it's bad for them and it's bad for you. Yes. So I think that's absolutely I've I've absolutely learned that. Um, listen mm-hmm. is hugely important. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I spend my time doing is listening to other people telling me their stories and you learn about them Mm -hmm. you learn about yourself Mm -hmm. but it gives you a space to just to think Um, somebody once told me I'm sure this is loads of people know this but in a a kind of business meeting you should always let the other person do at least 60% of the talking because then yeah. they're kind of revealing their hand yes, you know yes. they feel flattered that you're listening to them but you're quietly sussing out the situation yes. so I think so, so, so love those around you um, listen and I think just really take a moment and think we only have one life on earth I think I don't believe in reincarnation I know some yes. people do but I, I think we or at least we have one life Yes. so let's make the most of that life we we on average as humans we live around 800 months mm-hmm. so really yo- use those months mm-hmm. to do things which benefit you mm-hmm. but which benefit the wider world mm-hmm. too and it's, there tot- it's totally possible to do both to have a wonderful fulfilling life yes. and to, to, to nourish the world you live in
1: and um, I'm just really curious as well what are your wor- what is the one thing or worst failure encounter in your career even recently or maybe in your early days.
0: Yeah, worst. Well, I think, you know, that was a big one being told uh-huh. I shouldn't bother with history, I shouldn't bother <laughs> with history programmes. Nobody wants to listen to a woman. Yes. You know, I really remember that. I remember uh-huh. that terrible feeling of your literally your heart stin- mm-hmm. sinking to your stomach your mouth going dry mm-hmm. you just m- know that you're unwanted in that in that yeah. room I, you know I'm really thinking, wow well this is is this it you know these yes. ideas and dreams that i have really is this is this is it, is mm-hmm. it just going to be impossible so I, I i that that's definitely stayed with me but as i said there's no doubt that mm-hmm. i came out of that room and just thought right yes you are not going to win you know i'm yeah. going to prove you wrong so i think i think that and mm-hmm. there are lo- a hundred little problems every day but you mm-hmm. just learn from them I, I, a friend of mine said you know never miss never miss the opportunity of 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 a challenge or a crisis mm-hmm. and that's really really good really good advice so you, there's a crisis and you just think okay how can how can I come out stronger from this? How can we make this work? So, you, yes. you, like Nietzsche, I did a program, as you know, about Nietzsche, the philosopher, and it is very true. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger.
1: Makes you stronger. And if you're not doing classical history, what could you be doing?
0: Oh, wow, that's a question. <laughs> how interesting. Um, you know, weirdly, what I'm probably best at and I don't do it at all, is I used to draw and paint. That was mm-hmm. probably at weirdly yeah. where my talent is. But it's almost like it's too, you know, too exposing to yeah. kind of make that my, my life. So maybe when I get a bit of time, mm-hmm. you know, in my older, my declining years, when I can no longer climb the mountains, yes. then I'll then I'll sit and paint yeah, them yeah, instead. Okay.
1: Perfect. Because I think the way you're you're using your talents now is painting history with, with your words, ah. with your energy. Ah. It kind of, you know, I believe that can be transcribed to that as well
0: beautiful what a lovely thought fantastic
1: (laughs) thank you you. so um, before my final question where can people know more about your work
0: yeah so uh, and you
1: also have a new book
0: I have a new book and I've got a new company making television programs. Mm. So, so you can find me. So I'm Bethany Hughes. So www.bethanyhughes.com. <laughs> there's all the information about the stuff I do as a historian there. We've got a, um, a beautiful company that I founded with some huge talent. But we're making television programs, and that's www.sandstoneglobal.com. Sandstone, global. Sandstone, global. Sandstone global. So we we make these stories. So if you've got ideas, bring them to us. You know, and if you, if you think right. there's a bit of history or culture that we should be covering you know we'd love to to hear about it so yeah so so there and then the books i've got out at the moment are a a book about venus and Mm. aphrodite the goddess just looking at her as an idea and her history and um the the big book on istanbul that took me 10 years to write and then some older ones about helen and socrates (laughs) but yeah istanbul and venus are the big ones
1: perfect so before my final question i just want to acknowledge you for you know, stepping up and not listening to those negativity and just continuing pushing forward. There's a saying that the sweetest revenge is proving them wrong.
0: Yes, yeah, that's well. I've I'm quietly, <laughs> not arrogantly, <laughs> yes. not with hubris, yeah. not with over pride. Quietly enjoying <laughs> that revenge.
1: Awesome. <laughs> okay. So my, my last and final question to you is: If everything is stripped away from you, your books, your films, your company everything and you got to start all over again what would be your main drive to succeed
0: ah, what a fantastic question so if everything had gone i think it would be my main drive to succeed would be to connect and i say that you know with real i think we we're no we are not islands in this world and what mm-hmm. i see in the story of the world is the very best things happen when we have an idea and we share it with somebody and Mm -hmm. that idea becomes bigger and better and more beautiful. Mm -hmm. So my first, my drive to succeed would be to connect with those around me and then just see where that journey takes me.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Bethany, for your time and see you in the next episode.
0: Lovely. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a comment and give us a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever platform you're consuming this content into, either video or audio. This way, we can improve our visibility, reach out, and impact more people, too. Also, I want to thank Emirates Literature Foundation for setting up this interview and making this happen. We also have an ongoing email newsletter, which comes out twice a month where I share my favorite takeaways on the show, updates on any upcoming events and workshops. And you can simply go to the website to register at www.thedrive2succeed.com. Just enter details and we'll take care of the rest. Let me leave you with this. If you have a goal, you have a dream, you have a mission, you have a passion to pursue, and you don't know the how, always remember, as long as you know the why and start doing the how usually comes up. So stay strong, be positive. Until next time, see you in the next episode. Thanks again for joining us at the Drive to Succeed podcast. If you're enjoying learning from this podcast, you can show your support by sharing and rating this on iTunes or Stitcher and sharing it with your friends on social media and tag us on Instagram at the Drive to Succeed underscore podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. See you in the next episode.